out there, all of our nieces, nephews, and non-binary familials. I'm your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And weird. And weird. You're weird. You're weird. And the show where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads. Yes. And what a day. What a day it is today to do both of those things. I know. So, um... It's been a while. <laughs> it sure has. <laughs> um, and we are in the depth of Sabotage's <laughs> sadness. Are we um, there again? We are. Yeah, yeah, we Already. are in summertime sadness. Um, I can't do the the Lana. Summertime, summertime. Okay. <laughs> 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 but, girl, what did we watch? We watched Stranger Things, the new yeah. one. Well, you watched the whole thing because you had a on accident. Before. On well, I, wa- I watched the first season, and then I, I kept going back to watch the fourth, but accidentally watching the other seasons in between, because I couldn't figure out the menu on Netflix. I was like, they still look so young! And, um, <laughs> so, um, anyway, that, that doesn't work. Don't worry about it. But, the reason, the reason that we watched it is because... I had this day where, um, and Ruthie knows this, that any time a Kate Bush TikTok shows up, I immediately forward it to her. So yeah. I was already on Kate. I was already on Kate Bush Talk. Same. And this one glorious day, everybody had Kate Bush in their TikToks. And I could not figure out what was happening, but it felt like a dream come true. I was like, yeah. is the world finally, like... Have I turned the preferences on the world? And it's like, like, finally. It's happened? Yeah, it's happened. Like, oh, yeah, I, you're right. I do want to hear Kate Bush constantly. Like, I, anyway, finally figured out it was used to great effect in Stranger Things. And I was like, well, girl. It wasn't you. No. It was you and me. <laughs> 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 we've been trying you and me we've been trying seriously because if we only could uh, i mean it was wow i was so excited to see it i was so i was i was excited for all the goths the asian goth community yeah um and i mean she's i guess she's there's like a alt synth i've heard it called um post-punk well, I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but the goths love Kate Bush. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it was a happy day for us. Yes. Um, that whole series is a fantastic showcase. Of I remember, like, song. when the first season came out, um, like, the music that the, I don't know who the hell does the music, I can't remember. Um, it was so brand new, like, nobody was doing stuff like that at the time with the with this it's it felt really authentic the music the synthesizers and then you know it was um it was like every kids movie that you saw in the 80s and it it was like very very authentic like you know you had this group of kids that would go out and ride their bikes and 
you know, there was no curfew and the parents were just like, yeah, go do whatever you're going to do. And it was amazing. I'm like, oh my God, they're finally bringing the shit back because I miss that. And I, I do too. I wonder like, you know, what do kids these days have that's like what we had that was like adventures and just being a kid. And, yeah. you know, I don't really know. I'm not hep to what kids are into these days, but I don't think that that exists anymore. And so when the first season came out, I was just like so excited and so happy. And then I thought that was going to be it. I thought that was just the show. And then when they came out with the second season, I, I was kind of reluctant. I was like, oh, no, because it yeah. ended so well. But then it also at the same time did end <clears throat> like, you know, oh, there could be more. And then there was. Don't ask me what season two was about because I don't. It's okay. I do. The thing of it is, though, is that I think we're probably the Duffer brothers are the creators and they put it together. But I do think. Because I'm technically an exennial. Exennial. That's sweet. Um, so yeah, the very last years of Gen X. So I like I was a kid in the eighties, a teen in the nineties. And yeah, same. so I think with the Duffer brothers, like they were pro- I think they're around our same age where yeah. it is like viewed through the eighties but through the lens of a child, right? So it's like yeah. this mishmash of all the th- you know of like adventure movies like very spielberg-esque style but but like they also have that sort of goonies like Mm -hmm. people that shouldn't be together like somebody's older brother Mm -hmm. like the new kid you know just all these you know um and just that belief that yeah we're gonna we're gonna kill like this parallel dimension supernatural baddie like yeah that's that's reasonable yeah um but, like, all of those movies, Red Dawn, uh, Goonies, oh, and the monsters, too, are very 80s-style monsters. Yes. Like, very Freddy Krueger, where you couldn't even, I remember walking through, like, Blockbuster Video and just walking down the horror aisle, mm-hmm. and just the box art was so scary, it would give yeah. you nightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still did it, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> And just, like, and it reminded me of, like, Becca kind of looked like Eddie from, like, Iron Maiden covers. Yeah, you know, that's totally like... that. <sighs> but I'm I'm going to tell you, if I'm being honest, season four, if it's not, if it's not Eddie, starring Eddie, supported <laughs> by Eddie, yeah. I don't know what else it is. I mean, obviously, I have a Vecna problem, a very, um, as soon as I saw number one I knew I knew it was a problem I knew he was up to no good he has like a very um not completely but a little bit of Ronan Farrow um yeah a little bit of he definitely looks like a model like 90s he he reminds me of that actor there's like a he's much older that's the thing too because I've seen him in interviews Jamie Bauer Campbell, Jamie, something like that. But um, sorry. For, yeah, Jamie Campbell Bauer. That's right. Sorry, I knew I had like inverted those. But he has this almost like Peter O'Toole, like seventy-year-old alcoholic vaudevillian scamp. <laughs> no um, wonder you love him. I love him so much. Like he's so funny. 
he's like seen it all, done it all. He has like the the voice of a, a seventy year old smoker. Mm. I mean, just like um like there was this question where they had asked um Joseph Quinn, like, what is it like to seduce an audience? And he was like, Oh, I don't know. I mean like what do you think? And he asked Jamie, he's like, I could tell you that we loved being seduced, darling. We <laughs> laughed at it. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Just like perfect, but I mean, from the minute, and that's what I mean. Like, what, what it? First of all, I knew Eddie was doomed the minute he was introduced because mm. what an absolute angel, right? Yeah. Like, kind of like um, Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Just he seemed like almost like a Shakespearean like character, where just so charismatic. He had a goat like the Eddie Van Halen hair. Yeah. <sighs> so charismatic. Those big old moon eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So cute. And um And he was the the DM master of yeah, that. Yeah, and he was so sweet. Yeah. And he like took it so seriously. His D D group, so cute, had the t shirts made up. And that inner like that interaction that he had with Erica was so cute like when she showed up to play in her brother's place and he was like so impressed but he was he was really like god what a winning guy i mean Mm -hmm. i mean granted as a fan of the show it was awful to see him go but like honestly what a way to go i mean well they're saying he might not have gone i oh i've heard all of the conspiracy theories as well (laughs) okay okay what what's the have you heard does anybody like, ever really die <laughs> stranger things well barb no it's true i know She's, barb she I really, keeps showing up in every season though so they have to credit her i know sweet barb god i loved her um but oh okay well, we haven't even gotten into it but i do think that it also sort of acts as like the audience itself is playing its own D&D game in the sense yep. that... D- yeah, you see that too? So, yes. So that was one of the rumors is that the whole show is a D&D game. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, just based on the characters themselves. Because, you know, there's the healer, there's the bard, there's, you know, like, if you go through each character, you have somebody to support. You have multiple people, really, because the cast is so goddamn... I wrote down the cast, and it's almost a whole fucking page, but... Yeah, um, exactly. But they're all amazing, but, like, you have, like, even multiple people supporting the same kind of characters. But, if you look at it, it could definitely be a dungeon game. And that's how, you know, they begin the show is they play D&D. The, um, the, uh, the bad guys, every single one that they play is an actual character in D&D. Oh, yeah, the Demi Gordons. So, the yeah. Demi Gorgons and then Vecna. Vecna. Demi Gorgon, not Commissioner Demi Gordon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Commissioner Jimmy Gordon. Oh, shucks. Yeah, now okay. that I would watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, so, I mean, like, watching it from there, I can see where they would go with season five. I was surprised they were going to do season five, but then after watching, like, obviously the season finale, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, there's this, like, huge um, D&D boss that's, like, the ultimate, and I'm like, oh. The Mind okay. Flayer. So, what's going to happen there? So, um, anyways, uh, I don't even know where I was going with it. But no, 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 but I here, I'll, I'll come in with this, because what I do think is helpful, you know, because a, a lot of people are, young people are watching this show, and honestly, there are a lot of good things that you can learn from this show. Number yes. one, people, people who can help you out in a jam, um, and this has happened to me a million times, number one, stoners with ingenuity. Oh. If you get yourself a MacGyver stoner friend, you'll, you, there is never a problem that they won't be able to figure out. Mm-hmm. Never. Um, they can they can make a pipe out of nearly anything. Anything. And um, so, like, they'll never, they will never let a party fail. And, like, their dedication to joy and things working out, like, well, you know... They, they will get the job done. That's what I mean. So, like, find you an Argyle. You know? Like, they will they will figure it out. Mm-hmm. They will figure it out. And they're interesting thinkers. The other person, of course, like, chaotic, good metalheads. Yes. Like, I've, I mean, if you've, like, ever worked in the service industry, like, metalheads are always the person where, like, I, I absolutely cannot pick up this 50 pound tub of flour like right now it's it's 105 degrees and like the metal guy who like does the dishes in the back listening to you know like corks oh right yeah 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 or uh i'm trying to think of like um yeah but anyway like is it fetal corpse or it's like one of them cannibal <laughs> corpse <laughs> yeah there's another one that's like infant death um Make it out. <laughs> yeah anyway any of them any of them but you're like bro please help me get you know they'll help you out you know what i yeah, mean yeah they're always good right and it just like like steve harrington also single single-handedly bringing back one of my favorite characters of the 80s which is like the styles esque sidekick from Teen Wolf. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like kind of like a lady killer, but at the same time like the best friend, you know, like super supportive. He he starts out as the lady killer and then becomes the babysitter. Yeah, he had he had his heart broken. I don't know why he's so fixated on Nancy. Mm. I she's not she's not my favorite no character no um i do appreciate that she knows how to saw off a shotgun that was the best thing that's ever happened for her i I don't understand by that point anybody should be able to so there is an abusive use of wigs in this show (laughs) (laughs) really do you think so um, yeah, because here's the thing. I feel like they've thrown, I think they've thrown on some on Winona. Unnecessary. Like, Winona already has, like, frazzled 80s mom hair. 
Like, all she has to do is not brush it when she wakes up. And I feel like they keep throwing on, like, at least a hair piece, if not a whole wig. But, like, her, her wig, Nancy's wig, was distracting. Distracting. It looks like something you would, like, clean a surfboard off with. And, or, like, wax it up. I mean, not all of them. Not well, all of them, you know. Can I just say and I know, that yeah, I, please. I mean, compared to some of the shit we've watched in the past, this was a walk in the park with the wigs. Look, Eddie, <laughs> and and I could be just dazzled by how much I loved Eddie, but his wig was lovely. It I was loved so the curl good. texture. Well, Eleven, her little shaved head, that was a fucking wig. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, where's the lace? Where's the glue? It I looked really see. good. It looked like she really shaved her head. Well, I could tell because it was a little lumpy. Um, she had but... thick, long, full of hair, though. Yeah, no, and and I'm glad they didn't make her shave her head again. But um, I think they asked her to, but she said, like, oh, I have n- other projects that they don't want me to have a bald head for, if that's okay. Well, that's a shame. She it looks takes good. a lot. It's a she lo- she does look good, but um, <laughs> and I keep thinking they keep throwing one on Matthew Modine when that man has a oh. full head of hair. I, full I find it hard to believe that's his hair. <laughs> I again, I feel like they have like a little clip it or something. Yes, they <laughs> have to. That is but, the <laughs> thickest head of hair I've ever seen. And he has amazing hair. That's the thing. He yeah. has he has amazing hair. He always has. Um, but I cannot see him without thinking. This is so niche. But, like, okay. Um, so Martin Short used to have this character named Jiminy Glick. Yes. Okay. And I love that show. He and his wife, Dixie, had four sons named Morgan, Mason, Matthew, and Modine. <laughs> Matthew and Modine. But like, and again, I was like, I guess like he looks great. I <laughs> Matthew Modine looks great. But again, why did he? He looks like an anime character, you know? Like yeah, very that. And um, oh, but my favorite. Again, this is like completely out of order. I'm sorry. This is again just if you if you have two ants in your family who are a little weird and like make their own kombucha and like you know their own edibles or whatever like what did they think of stranger things this is what they thought this is what they're thinking about um (laughs) what they can remember this is what they can remember it just comes back in small visions um so what i did love about vecna and again it's like I, I get it. He's like very much like a we need to talk about Kevin kid right off the bat. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. And probably should have like, you know, maybe gone to a behavioral health clinic immediately. Well, this is um, the 80s. No, right. the 60s. Oh, right? wait. Well, 70s? I guess so. Well, yeah, maybe 70s. I don't know. It's hard to know how old he was meant to be. Because when they showed that flashback... And they were playing Say Nighty Night, Dream a Little Dream. Is that it? Or did yeah. I make that up? No, yeah. It was Dream a Little Dream. But I think that's for the 40s. 
It was like all it was again the Duffer Brothers. It's like such a met like a mashup like anything. Well, because it wasn't the Mamas and the Papas version. It was like no, no, it certainly was not. It was like yeah, yeah, and the the style and the look of it. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if they wanted to make it look like out of time, but. Yeah, I don't know if it was supposed to be like he was like five in the 60s and then maybe 25 in the 80s. Who knows? I don't know. I thought he was like a like an older teenager, but definitely <laughs> it not. Is, it's hard to know. I mean, I feel like there aren't people like putting po- plot points on like, does this make sense? Like, um... <laughs> Like, there are authors out there that have, like, these huge books where they will get super fans to come in and read their new drafts and be like, uh, uh, Double Dare's supposed to be 487 here because it, uh, talks about this agreement that was only made between the muggles. Uh, and then they're like, oh, okay, okay. But, like, they don't even know their own work that well. No, I so, know. Like, I don't, th- you know, That's so smart. it's like, I would too. I'd be like somebody that. You know, that has that weird hyper focus. Um, yeah. But I have whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> <laughs> Inability to focus at all times. But, um, or just stare into space. Yeah. Uh, point being, one of my favorite lines with Matthew and Modine. Um, <laughs> is that, so Vecna was talking about, you know, Eleven was trying to, which is like, such a you know they talk about free or or fight or flight responses and it's like fight flight freeze but there's also fawn have you ever heard that no and it's kind of like when you um like if you're especially like if you're in a like in a real abusive situation where somebody is much bigger than you and you're just like no i think you're right i you know it was too hot i'm gonna make it colder next time like, oh, uh-huh. you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'll check in with you. Like, I'll check in with you next time just to make sure that everything's okay. And it's like fawning, right? Mm-hmm. And so she's like doing this in this situation with Fecna where she's like, no, I totally get it. I saw, like, I saw everything. You know, you were just a little boy. And Matthew and Modine came in. <laughs> and, um, you know, he took advantage of you. And he was like, took advantage of me? Like... You know, like, he was just a man, you know? He was just a man! And he was, like, he was just... He wanted, like, to find greatness through great people, you know? And I was, Mm -hmm. like, if that ain't the truth, Ruth, if that ain't the truth... Like, have you ever met people that, like, they surround themselves by, like, fantastic people, and it's, like, well... your ability to identify fantastic people does not, in fact, make you fantastic. Like Usually it's the opposite. Right? <laughs> I was like, I could tell straight away all these people were great. You know, like, that, that it doesn't make you, that your proximity to greatness does not, in fact, make you great, you know? But, like, that is so true that there's so many people that, like, will surround themselves with things, you know, like, isn't this impressive? Like, only the smartest and most beautiful or whatever. But that's what I mean. I was like, Vecna, I, I really, I, I get it. Like, he was like a straight up villain. But, again, in this, 
I, I feel like this is how what the young kids are saying, but soy toxica, you know? Like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, ooh, ruin my credit. Back now. <laughs> Flay my mind. Oh. I mean, listen, I am both a Billy girl and an Eddie girl. Who's Billy? Billy is my Oh, Billy. I... I remember Billy. I'm sorry. I was so. I was. I'm sorry. I was just living in a in a Vecna underworld with him. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I get even. It. I, I couldn't even make space for Billy. I'm R.I.P. Billy. She was running up that hill to get away from her memories of you. Oh my god. He was like really hot with that little mustache. That little like 14 year old boy mustache so sexy but i mean billy was hot but then like eddie is just a sweetheart and i feel like he's definitely like somebody i would date and like he's he's nerdy and metal and that's definitely like something i would you know especially in high school would have been into i i love when i tell you i've always been supportive of the metal community and um but i remember like going to like friends that were in metal bands and going to their shows in high school yeah and like being the only one there the like place covered in vomit mm. like oh boys yeah pursue your dreams and the thing is is that like in my life while my while spotify says i'm a goth um like they're like what did you listen to last year and it was like goth bitch um <laughs> But and the year before, 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 and then um, but like I would I what I guess like <laughs> I would qualify as the alternative, um, you know, because it's so f- hot, so you just sort of look weird. I mean, I can't mm. wear all those clothes. I can't wear Victorian clothes. It's a hundred. I mean, you like I look like a weirdo. There's I mean there's there's no way around it. I can't uh... signal it to the world. They just know. It's hard when you're in your 40s trying to, like, look like you feel. When you have your friend group of people who like D&D, you know, just look out for your Argyles and look out for your Eddies. And there, there is a community, there's more, you have more in common with people than you think. You know, like, you think you're yeah. isolated, but I swear to God, like, I would never ask, like, Hey, Mackenzie, can you help me with this, like, task or whatever? Mackenzie's not going to help me, you know? But, like, but my friend Rat with the face tattoo is going to help me. You know what I mean? Like, he'll help me take the trash out. Like, you just have to know, you know, like, who's good in a pinch. Oh, I was going to ask you. Yeah. If you had, if you had to tell, if you had to say which Stranger character, like Stranger Things character, best represents you, uh huh. Who do you, who would it be? Um, probably Max, and it's not because she's a ginger. Oh, oh. But yeah, I definitely identify with her. I could see that. Yeah. Independent, reluctant to ask for help. A survivor. Yeah, trauma. Yes. 
and indicate bush for some reason, even though you shouldn't be at that it age. It doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I was nine listening to The Cure, so listen, it happens. Some kids listen to Kate Bush when they are 14, 15. I don't okay. know. How I, loved, I loved George Michael when I was nine, I think. See? Um, I was way into George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> like, too much. But I'm not going to lie. You put on George Michael to this day. You're going to you're going to shake. You're going to oh shake. Oh my god. So good. So good. Um but yeah, no, I did too. I mean, obviously that's the thing cuz I I've always liked music that preceded me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I wasn't a teenager when all this music came out. I was like a no. child, but I knew it was cool. Yeah. Cuz they would play it in the mall, like in the smoking section in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, but you know, you know which character that, uh, I think is closest to me? Becca? Uh, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. I'm I'm joking. I know that's not true. (laughs) Murray. Murray? Yeah. The the weirdo? But. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The, Uh, the over, over political conspiracy theorist that, yeah, that's me. Um, also good in a jam. Somehow is able to use a flamethrower out of nowhere. I mean, to an extent. Who wants to deal with it? I disagree. Oh, you don't like it? I don't, don't like think Murray? that's... I, I think you are not that. Oh, thank you. I, I do, think... though, but he's also the one that always gets people to see their true feelings for each other. It's true, but, like, I feel like you're way cooler than that. Oh, thank you. I think Murray's cool. <laughs> I think people see me as a Murray. I would totally live in his place. Okay. Like, you know, making like risotto in a mm. in a tattered robe. That's very my vibe. That's not um, good. but I saw I saw a lot of myself in Murray. Um, I could see like but, Robin. Oh yeah, that's sweet. I Robin is so I the thing about Robin that I love the most is Steve. I hate it, but I it's true. Yeah. I just love their sweet friendship and how supportive mm. they are of each other. I know, and how non like non judgmental. Because it was like it was not an easy landscape. No, in the eighties for women who love women. You know, he didn't even like bat an eye. No, because he's awesome. He is styles, non-judgmental, great oh. hair, looks fantastic. <laughs> His hair in that is sailor suit. If there's one person that doesn't need a wig, I know. Well, besides Matthew Modine, apparently. <laughs> Matthew and Modine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and okay, but I, what I do, I love Argyle. The other thing, let me tell you, one of my other favorite moments of the whole series is when Eleven hit that bitch in the face with a roller skate. (laughs) (laughs) That is me. Like, see, okay, so I'm part Max, I'm part Eleven. (laughs) I just, and I do, you know what, I I think Millie Bobby Brown, I, I think she does get credit for her performance, but like, not nearly what she deserves. Because, let me tell you why. Because the way she plays that part 
is like she still has difficulty vocalizing her feelings and she communicates so much non-verbally and she doesn't have to do that still you know what i mean but like she Mm -hmm. is very much that person like you can still see that about her and it's like man she's really committed to this when she um, talks i'm always like oh right and you can tell i've known people like that who are just just so shy that you could barely like get a word out of them and like i i had a cousin that was nonverbal. And I just, le- my whole life, I just learned to ask her, uh, ask, like, yes or no questions. And she started, she started to talk. And, um, and she had selective mutism, but it doesn't matter. Mm. The point being is that I, when she, ta- I was like, what is going on? Like, it, to see her, like, it, but I still did the same thing where I made it so, like, I talked around her. You know what I mean? So it was like, me as easy as possible to try to help her communicate, you know? Because I was like, she obviously hates it. I think that that's what um, Mike does for her. Yeah. Because she can open up and be herself. He was there from the beginning for her. Oh, man. But if we're talking about Mike... (laughs) What? Then we have to talk about Will. Oh, Will. Oh, God. I mean... I just that made me cry. That scene in the van made me fucking cry. <sighs> but thank God he had his sweet brother who saw it all and was yeah. able to talk to yeah. him about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a way that he was ready to understand, which is like I don't know if you know, but I know whenever you know, we can talk about it. But it's like, I mean, you've already been, like, infested by aliens, like, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> infested by aliens. Do you know what I mean? Like, you He's want been in the upside down. So... That's what I'm saying. Like, you've been possessed. Like, you getting a nice boyfriend is the least of my concern. You know what I mean? Like, I want you mm-hmm. to be happy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you're not, like, speaking in some sort of demonic language. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a definitely a win. Yes. He's so supportive. You know, and I, what I do love about this show is that it really show it. It's a it's positive masculinity. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it it really shows like like real like affection in male friendships, yeah. like in a really like in a sweet and accepting and loving way. Like not only between like Dustin and Steve and Dustin and Eddie, and like, but just like between brothers and friends and like. It's okay to just, you know, be friends, be affectionate, and to, but we, also to like have girls in a group that you're not like, like disrespectful. That tra- yeah, that you're treating <laughs> as your equals. They're your best friend too, you know. A hundred percent. And they I, don't ever. And I think like a huge uh, character that's like that that like is just on board with anybody is Dustin. <laughs> oh, you cry too. I'm gonna cry a little bit. I love that kid so much. I know. <laughs> I love that little ball of sunshine so hard. Yeah. Because he makes everybody around him better. Everybody yeah. around him better. 
with his example. And, you know, when I was thinking about it, because I was like, what is it? Why, why is Eddie so thankful to Dustin's character? You know, because there really is this love there between them. And I was like, you know, because when Eddie was on the run, he was being hunted down. Dustin shows up with this huge support network of people who yeah. just accept him and we're like, yeah, we'll feed you, we'll hide you, whatever you need. Of course we believe you. Like, what, have you ever been in a jam or in a position where you How many times so have we alone? talked about this? How many times have know. we talked about this? Like, you know, you have that, you have to have that friend that is going to be like, well, it's usually the aunt, but that's like, yes, I believe you. Yes, we're yes. going to drive to the border, blah, 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 blah. That is Dustin. Yes, it is. He's so sweet. Yeah. And Argyle is very much that type of person, too, where he's like, he doesn't know. He has no idea what's going on. They're like, we need to find a secret government facility underground. He's like, bro, I got, let's get in my pizza truck. And he <laughs> finds it. I know, I love him so it. much. I love him so much. Um... But, like, he does it with, with um, Steve, too. You know? Like, when no, Steve... He does. Yeah. He's, like, the heart of the group. He is. I just yeah. love that little kid. Yeah. I mean, but... And also, my other favorite character, easily, this season, is Erica. Oh, yeah. Um, Lucas's little sister. Mm -hmm. Because not only is she a little spitfire... And she just jumps into everything. But then... When she, like, kicks that asshole right in the nuts and goes <laughs> running across the street to go check on her brother. Yeah. And, you know... And, like, you know, he was just, like, calling out for her. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's like in the... It's like, you just need... Sometimes you just need your sister or your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's this it was so sweet i it is like uh, she's I mean, so smart yeah. and i love her character i, I love how like too. even though she was younger than the rest of them like she was just as like they didn't play down to her or anything you know she no. could keep up with the rest of them and she was like kick-ass at D D. you know they treated her like oh who's this kid and she's like what who do you think she's taught so him how to play? She's probably, like, she was, like, more brave than most of the adults in that town, yeah. easily. Mm -hmm. Just so smart, and, I mean, I just loved her character, but I just, yeah, like, oh my god, it doesn't break my, break my heart. So, from the first, like, episode, I remember, um, okay, so, like, I followed the West Memphis Three, um, I can't believe you're bringing that up. Yeah. So, like, yeah, okay. uh, God, maybe, like, 2001, 2002, I saw the Par Paradise Lost, the first two um, of the documentary, because that's all that had come out. And so I was obsessed with it. You know, I mean, I was all about freeing the West Memphis Three. And I don't know why, but, like, whenever they said that the main character's name uh, or that family was buyers. <gasps> oh. I was, yeah, because the little boy, one, the victim, his name was Christopher Byers. And 
it's so fucking sad. But I felt like that family went through so much. And I almost wondered if that's not why the Duffer Brothers chose that as their name, Byers. And I don't know why Um, that was the first thing I thought of was... Well, wait, you don't know this? Because... Well, I know Eddie... I know oh, okay. Eddie was, I, well, that was the other thing, is I found out this season that um, Eddie, his character was based on Damien Eccles. Right. Um, because Damien Eccles uh, was accused of being the ringleader of killing the children, and um, he was very much into metal. He was, um, you know... It was during that satanic panic period. And so it was like any kind of metal, any of that music, that stuff was satanic. And it was a small town. And, you know, if you were into anything that wasn't the norm, then you were obviously a satanist and you would have, you were a target. And that's exactly what he was. And that's what they did with Eddie, you know. And... So I can see the similarities there. And I think it was really great how they um they turned Eddie they they like showed that he was really a good person just because, you know, he listened to metal and you know he was into because D D was the other like huge satanic thing back in the day and and they addressed that in this season as well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely i well and plus like there was the there was a new age panic as well i remember everything was like a new age mm. like shirley mclean and all that oh yes <laughs> um so it was like i just i remember like i wasn't you know i wasn't allowed to watch the smurfs or willow or because Neither it was, was all new age yeah i was not allowed to watch the smurfs yeah it was either that or it was socialist or something, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all know how that turned out. Um, yeah. I mean, and they, um, yeah, it was a uh, well, and it's funny because I think I I also saw this study where that <laughs> metalhead marriages are the longest lasting. Not surprising. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, um, yeah, I like. Who doesn't like metalheads? I mean, I certainly, know. like, I mean, I feel like there are cousins, like, you know. Oh, as definitely. Far as, like, definitely. You know, like the goth and metal. I, you know, I think there's like a, a similar. There's a lot of crossover, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, I like, I love, <laughs> I love dancing, and you know, and yeah, me too. And yeah, and all those like bands that spawned out of everything that Glenn Danzig touched, but. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. That's not what we're here to talk about. But what we should talk about yes, is, ma'am. I have two questions, real quick questions. Uh-oh. What, what is your Vecna song? I knew you were going to ask me that. I know. I know. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think you have about to it. have one. That's like your favorite song though, right? Yeah. Or the song that makes you feel most present in a happy memory or... Something that would, like, elicit enough of a positive response, you know? It would have to be a Cure song. Well, yeah. Would, yeah. I mean, for me, because that is, like, 
like I said, like I was listening to that when I was a kid. So that elicits yeah. like, yeah, childhood memories for me. And I mean, I listened to Disintegration so many times, like, <laughs> over and over. <laughs> yeah, you could just put Disintegration on. Yeah. I always feel like, you know, because they like play um, Maybe music Lullaby. <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah, my very, very obviously, it's Life on Mars. Um, it has all the elements, right? Mm-hmm. It's like sw- swelling, dramatic. I could yeah. listen to it a hundred thousand times. But so we have to talk about. I could not be more excited. Okay. Every every episode, we put together a Spotify playlist. It's amazing. I say we. It's mostly you. Um, <laughs> okay. You put it together. I I have a few suggestions. You have a couple bad ones. But then <laughs> But then when you wow. put the act, But when you put the playlist together, the playlist is amazing. I just I feel like Thanks, I guess. <laughs> I know, but then you always I feel like you try to shock my sensibilities. You always well, throw a stinker in there <laughs> to to ruin to ruin my timeline. My you FYP. Think- you think it's a stinker, but no, it's you're a right. thinker. There's like a reason what? why. <laughs> it's like a thinker. You're going to want to think more about one more. You're going to want two nights in Bangkok after you listen to this hit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, what If you, what are your contributions to the playlist? My picks Some for the them. playlist. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the first song I chose was Strange Powers by Magnetic Fields. Oh... Yeah. I like it. Obviously for 11. Um, And then, so, I mean, a lot of kids are being introduced to Kate Bush, and I'm so fucking happy. A lot of people are trying to gatekeep, and I don't don't like that shit. Absolutely not. Gate open. Yes, let's teach the kids. They didn't, clearly didn't have weird ants growing up, and I'm glad that they found this to discover the amazing magic that is Kate Bush. Um, So I decided to pick another song, but it actually goes with the theme of the season. And I picked um, Get Out of My House. And it's a a very angry song. Like she screams through the whole thing. It's very good. It's very angry. And it's very Vecna. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Always. Um, Then the song, the last song I picked um, is that's what friends are for? Is uh, it's by <laughs> No Your Face, Dionne Warwick, Elton John, Gladys I Trace, know. Wonder. I know who it's. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll be on your side forevermore. Oh my god. Cannot be it's trusted. Good. You cannot be trusted. It's good, and it goes with the kids. That's what friends are for. They are there to back each other up. We just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. okay. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're living up to your reputation on this. <laughs> okay. So. I so this is what I chose. I wanted transcendent synth eighty bops. Eighty yes, bops. Please. Okay. So 
again, these are all what I would assume, these are all what would work on Vecna at the time. That's where I, where I went with it. Okay. Number one, The Cure, Love Song. Love Song, yeah. Um, I also, um, Never Let Me Down, DM, Transcendent. Mm. Um, Epic, Scent Songs. Third, Bizarre Love Triangle, New Order. I, I have that on the playlist. (gasps) Because, yeah, because I was like, well, uh, so, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) and then it made me think about, um, Steve and, um, oh, what's his name, Jonathan and, um, Nancy. (gasps) Good one. And this is not, I'm going to throw this in there since you put on, that's what friends are for. Sure. Um, the, you are the, I, maybe it's just called Blue Light or Bluest Light by Block Party. Oh, I don't know that one. Um, you'll love it if you hear it, okay. but, um, yeah, just because, like, that, that one scene where they all have the bug zappers. And <laughs> what a, can we put What About Your Friends by TLC on there? Yes. Yes. <laughs> if we're just putting Fred songs on there. I do love that song, though. I um, do, too. Okay. So, but is we've got we to gotta wrap this up. We could talk about this forever. I feel like if you haven't seen Tr- Stranger Things, you don't need to because you've gotten everything you'll ever need to know. Everything. Done. Right here. Everything in under an hour. <laughs> We oh covered God. it all. <laughs> Vecna, Daddy, um, Eddie, also Daddy. Um, <laughs> but to us, more like a son, a stepson. Don't worry about it. Yeah, stepson. I do. I have a feeling that um, Jamie might also have a thing for older women, which I approve of. Oh, <laughs> that perked Uh-oh. you right up, didn't it? <laughs> didn't it, Auntie Ruth? And that changes everything. <laughs> if you could, if I could just take a picture of her face and put that on the episode. <laughs> now you're seeing it. <laughs> now I mean, that kid's it. got, he's like in his late 20s, I'm sure. No, no, right? he was born in, he was born in 88, 89. So no. he's, more yeah, than okay. All right. But anyway, okay, so this is what, this is what we're. Okay, so with that, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Um, we're still out there, so you can um, submit your recommendations. Uh, Reardance at gmail.com. Yes, and Ruth checks it religiously. She's so excited <laughs> to hear from you. I do. She does. Uh, we're, on in- we're on Instagram, your Weird Ants. Yeah, check Facebook. us out there. Look, we're Weird everywhere. Ants. TikTok. We're on Twitter. TikTok. Hey, we make TikToks. Twitter. What is it? It's different on Twitter. Oh, weird aunties. You're like, you're something. D- Look, you're going to find it. There's not that many weird aunts out there. Do I mean, search. there are, but they're not advertising. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but okay. So check us out. Follow us everywhere. We'll be back to you. I- I'm thinking sooner rather than later. I'm hoping. Yeah, and, um, you know, 
It's good to see you, buddy. It's good to see you again. Oh. Okay. With that, yeah. I am your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And we're your, your weird, weird and... and...